O-N-N. This is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas. Welcome to On the Money. 97.1 The Fan, Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker. How about our Columbus crew? Woo! Wow. It looked like that game was over. FC Cincy. Looked like hell is real. Looked like we were going to be in hell. No. Crew get two late goals to tie it, and then they win it. Three to two. They're headed to MLS Cup. They will host FC, LAFC for MLS Cup. That's awesome that crew get to host. And Scotty Vegas, I am uh, very happy about that. I know you have a certain bet that you're happy about if it cashes next week in the uh, MLS Cup. How you doing this morning, my friend? I'm good. You know, it's funny, Dave, because, yeah, we have that uh, that crew to win the MLS Cup bets. All of us, all three of us here on the show did it uh, two weeks ago. And uh, now it's looking really, really good. So the fact that they get to host that game on Saturday is just going to be really cool for the city and just an awesome opportunity. And I, I can't wait to watch it. I, I, last night, I tuned in, and I'm not a soccer guy, right? You know, uh, I, I may, you know, occasionally tune into the World Cup games every four years. I don't do a lot of MLS watching, but last night was fun. And when they got that, that basically a game winning goal, that was one where I, you know, celebrated almost as if it was like a football, a big win or something, because that was, that was pretty cool. Great way to end it. I bet you can't get crew plus 750 to win an MLS Cup any longer. That was actually last week on the show, Scotty. That, that was. Even, it feels like two weeks they ago. Because <laughs> they had just, they beat Toronto, the pre, or not Toronto, um, Orlando the previous night. And we're on the app and you're like, yeah, it says crew 750. I'm like, that can't be right. And then I get on the app and it said Toronto had better odds than the crew. Toronto, who had been eliminated by the crew, it was six to one. We're like, oh, ESPN bet just hasn't like. No update. updated this yet, and you jump. I jumped on it. You ju- you really jumped on it. Ryan jumped on it. Yeah, you know the funny thing, Dave, is it's this is this is the bad thoughts that go through your head because after the the crew won last night, I'm like. Why didn't I do more on that? <laughs> you know, it's like why didn't I go all in knowing you that that did was pretty such a, well. Yeah, I know, but but <laughs> you know, but that's the problem with sports gambling. You always think when you win, it's like, well, why the heck didn't I put more out there on it? And you know, when you when you lose, it's like, you know, you always go through those thoughts of, oh, I was thinking this way and, and should have done this. But yeah, it was a bad football betting weekend for me because look, I was surprised by. Friday night's result. And I, what I think a little bit is the sports books kind of, kind of, uh, played one on us because they, they put Oregon as a nine and a half point favorite, even ticked up to 10 over Washington on Friday night. So it kind of makes you think and it's like, well, gosh, Oregon has been playing really well. Washington hasn't been playing very well. Yeah, Oregon's probably the right side, you know, but 10 points. That was such a big spread. And then it comes out and Washington plays well. And Washington and Michigan are the two teams that we know for sure are going to be in today. And now I'm all about this chaos, Dave. If Ohio State's not going to be a part of this playoff, let's get some chaos. And we got it. We got it. And, you know, opinions are are all over the board. The one um that i trust is you know i think that texas and alabama will be the final two teams in which means you're going to leave out 
a 13-0 ACC champ. I'm not saying that's definitely going to happen. This is just my prediction because the Kenyon Martin rule. I know it's a different sport, but like, you know, people are all, you can't leave out uh, Florida State. You can if their quarterback is out for the season, which he is. And I mean, they beat what a terrible Louisville. Not they're not terrible. An okay Louisville team, sixteen to six yesterday. I don't know. I mean, I think Florida State gets left out. Uh, it's also crazy to me that now it, it, I agree with it, but it's crazy to me that twelve and one Georgia, with their one loss being by three points to Alabama in the SEC championship game, as two time defending national champion, they're out. Yeah. It's crazy. You're it right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, but I do think, I'm curious to hear what you think as well. I think the final two teams will be Texas and Bama in that order. Well, you know, I usually go by the betting odds, right? I usually kind of go back and, you know, what the odds are, I usually trust. And right now, the betting odds will tell you that Florida State and Texas will be the last two teams in because here are the odds to make the college football playoff. Florida State is minus 300 and Texas is minus 350. Alabama is plus one ten to make the playoffs. That. Jump on that, and Georgia's plus seven fifty. Georgia doesn't have the a SEC champ. They're not leaving out the SEC. And champ. you're gonna leave out an undefeated thirteen and zero ACC because champ because their quarterbacks hurt. I, I and I get it. I get it. I, I I see the argument. And look, if you're Michigan and you're the one seed. You a hundred percent want Florida State as the four seed. Yes. Oh, Michigan would probably be a, close to a two touchdown favorite over Florida State. If it's Michigan versus Alabama, you're probably looking at about a pick'em. That's how big of a difference is spread wise between that. that. I think Alabama would take it to them, and it'd be a great playoff. To be honest with you, if you want the best possible playoff, you would make it. Michigan, Alabama, Washington, Texas. Because if that's the playoff, I think both games are pretty much a pick'em. I would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a lean one way or the other if those are the matchups. You just can't let Florida State in, and people are talking out of both sides of their mouth because no one had. A, I know again, I know it's a different sport. I know it was like twenty plus years ago, but no one said anything when Cincinnati was the number one team in the country, and because of that injury to Kenyon Martin, they fell from the number one overall seed to a two seed. So they fell out of the top four. The same logic applies here, but it's even, I mean, Kenyon Martin was awesome. Uh, we all know quarterback is the most important position on a football field. You lose, not only you lose your starting quarterback, you lose a really good one. Now they might say, well, Ohio State, you know, they lost their quarterback in 2014. Yeah, but they had a 59 to nothing win on their resume. 16 to 6 isn't exactly 59 to nothing, my friends. I love it, Dave, because you're making the case really hard for Alabama. I actually think, based on who deserves it, I think it should be Florida State. I think if you go through your schedule at 13 and 0, you win your conference uh, championship. And by the way, and I, and I respect Florida State big time for this. They went early in the year and scheduled a game against LSU. That might save them. And that should be a benefit. If Florida State didn't do that and didn't play a really tough non-conference game, their, their conference wasn't good enough to overcome the lack of a decent strength of schedule. But the fact that they played LSU and handled them early in the year, I think, to me, they deserve the shot. Are they one of the four best teams? Absolutely not. I don't even think they're one of the top six best teams. Like I think there's probably six or seven teams better than Florida State right now. But I also believe that they deserve the shot because they went undefeated. We're going to find out 
later, late this morning. You and I will not be on the air at that point. Um, I do remember you and I used to be on the air when the college football playoff. Uh, Back when Ohio State used to go to Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were in Indianapolis. I'm sure that was great radio. You and I just sitting there like looking at the rankings like, oh, are they going to be number one or number two? We sat there and then finally they were number two and LSU jumped them for number one. I remember so many times, Dave, during this selection day, my heart pounding. Like, oh my gosh, where is, o- is first off, is OSU going to make it? Multiple years there were times where OSU was on the bubble. I think maybe three uh, three years out of the ten, it was like Ohio State was on the bubble. Are they going to get in or, or not? But then not only that, but seeding matters so much because remember when Ohio State was going in at number one and then LSU ended up getting the one seat and Ohio State went to two and had to play Clemson. You know, seeding matters so much. And that's why for Michigan, Michigan fans are probably dying to have Florida State oh, get sure. in as a four because then it's almost not that it's a buy, not that it's, you know, for sure that they beat Florida State. Florida State has a really, really good defense and their backup quarterback who was out last night would be back for the bowl game. But anyway, Florida, obviously Michigan fans are rooting for Florida State to be that team. And if if Michigan plays Florida State, I love the, the chances of, of Michigan getting to the national championship game in that way. Oh, my gosh. I shouldn't say love and Michigan Stop in the it. same sentence at all. All right. Next up, we're going to talk even more college football. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Nation. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Guys, this is why we need that 12-team playoff that I've been talking to you guys about. I know you both are anti-expansion, but man, it is going to be so good next year. Think about this. Next year, assuming that uh, Florida State gets in as the four, that's what the betting odds are saying right now, you would have home playoff games in December that would take place in Columbus. Ohio State would be a top eight seed, obviously. They'd get the home playoff game. Georgia would. Alabama would and uh, Oregon. Those would be the four teams that would be hosting a playoff game in December. That would be incredible. Unfortunately, we got to wait one more year for that to happen. Sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. And this On the Money Action Update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Broken screen blues from throwing your phone after losing a bet. I bet a lot of Cincinnati soccer fans did that yesterday. <laughs> visit a local Mobile Center store. Let's look now at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for the College Football National Championship. And guys, Michigan is the favorite right now. Plus 115 to win it all. Texas plus 350, Alabama 5 to 1, Washington 5 to 1, uh Florida State is still in there at 20 to 1 and then they list Georgia also at 40 to 1. I want to talk for a second though about the Big Ten championship game last night and how stupid the Big Ten has been, right? The fact that we've had the Big Ten East versus the Big Ten West, and the Big Ten West has been so bad. They are 0-10. <laughs> they are 0-10 in these championship games now, and it's just it's it's embarrassing. You look at the SEC championship game where you had Alabama and Georgia, and the atmosphere for that game was just off the charts, right? And every eyeball was on that game, and it was fantastic. 
fantastic, and it was a fun game to watch. And then what do you do? You lead right into the crappiest of crappy championship games, which was Michigan and Iowa. And it's just been a joke, and it's it's a huge letdown. Fortunately, that changes with no divisions going forward. The end of the Big Ten JV division. Mm-hmm. Good riddance. Yeah, you talked about that. I'm sitting there thinking we always call it the JV division. It's like it seriously is like varsity against JV in those Big Ten championship games. It's ridiculous. It's to the point where if it's a close game, you're like, wow. Now, Wisconsin gave Ohio State a good game uh, in 2019. That was a good Wisconsin team with Jonathan Taylor. Ohio State's coming off a win against Michigan that they put all of their heart into. So they kind of a letdown. I think they got down 14 nothing in that game in the first half. But it's so rare to have a good game in the Big Ten championship game. So at least we don't have to deal with that anymore. Um, hey, this- with that, I have a question for both of you because I was thinking about this this weekend. Could you handle Ohio State losing to Michigan on back-to-back weekends? Eh, if it happened once, it, it would just be like, well, I felt the same way last week. Ryan, sadly, we're getting used to it, right? I mean, no, it would be devastating, right? But I just but, don't want the chance. But you want the opportunity. I mean, oh, Michigan-Iowa last night was such a joke, and it was it was a 22-point spread. We knew it was going to be a crap game. It was a crap game. I only watched a couple minutes of it. I was watching more of the Florida State-Louisville game. Undercast as usual as for an usual Iowa, Iowa game, baby. But how about this, guys? In the history of this Big Ten championship game with the Big Ten West division, the West goes 0-10. Wisconsin was 0-4. Iowa was 0-3. Northwestern 0-2. Purdue 0-1. The average margin of defeat in those 10 years is 21 points so it's just it, you haven't had a good big 10 championship game i know there was one year i believe it was iowa who was iowa playing oh, michigan state michigan that, state that was a good game that was yeah. a fantastic I mean, that was, big 10 that was a close game i should say yeah yeah that was that the year that michigan state beat ohio state yeah it had to be 2015 yeah because the other year michigan state um one, it was when they beat Ohio State in 2013, which was shocking at the time. And then looking back, maybe not as shocking as we thought because that 2013 Ohio State defense, not good, which is why they brought in Chris Ash the next year, national champions. And and just so people know, if, if you've forgotten about this, the Big Ten is completely doing away with divisions next year. Obviously, you're bringing in four new teams. It will be the top two teams. I'm interested to see what the tiebreak scenario is going to look like next year because obviously with, with so many teams, 18 teams now, it's going to be, uh, a lot of teams aren't going to be playing each other, so tiebreakers will definitely have to come into play. Uh, but one other thing I wanted to talk about this segment is Ohio State and where they're projected to go and it's really all over the board if you're looking at the bowl projections from people um you know espn cbs you know all over the place uh we're seeing mostly fiesta or cotton bowl and the opponents that i'm mostly seeing dave is either oregon or oklahoma but i I would enjoy both of those opponents but oklahoma a little bit more especially with ohio state and oregon playing next year uh in eugene and it would be the trilogy a few years late of the ohio state um, Oklahoma series. It's 1 1 right now. Um, yeah, I've, from what I've been told, it's basically a toss up between the Fiesta Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. So if you're a Buckeye fan out there, they're either Phoenix bound or Dallas bound, it sounds like. Yeah. And when we come back, we are going to talk Browns and Bengals. This is On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN.
Hey friends, Common Man and T-Bone here for the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Yes, but we also want you to know about the Pen Play Rewards app. It's free to download and set up. Set up the Pen Wallet feature to get pen cash for slots, tables, or dining during your next visit. Yep, you could even receive over $1,000 in rewards. And of course, you can still bet all your favorite games at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Columbus. So do that too, losers. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave, but a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right, you gotta pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play to set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. Ohio has over 920,000 diabetics. If you are a diabetic, take a step in the right direction by having your feet checked routinely by a podiatric physician, the most qualified doctors to care for your feet. Adding a podiatrist to your healthcare team can help you better manage the effects of diabetes on your feet. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state. For more information or to find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta. Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. Ohio's sports destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Let's talk some Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals. Browns, four and a half point dogs at the Rams today. 405. The game's going to be on our HD3 channel. Our HD3 channel. On 97.1 The Fan. So, Brownies, four and a half point dogs at the Rams. What do you think about this one, Scotty? 
Yeah, I'm looking at this, Dave, and like for me, <laughs> the Rams played so well last week, looked really good offensively. Stafford had four passing touchdowns, and to me, it's all about Miles Garrett, right? How effective he can be, what his situation is going to be, because obviously, I think the Browns have one of the best defenses, and if he were not to be a hundred percent for today, I think Stafford is going to be a very big problem for this Browns defense, and that's why I think we're seeing the line the way it is and and right now the Rams three and a half point favorite the over under on the game is 40 and a half oh it's ticked down I was looking at it this morning when I was doing show prep it, it said it, Browns are four and a half yeah it has and obviously the story is Joe Flacco Joe former Flacco. Super Bowl MVP hasn't thrown a touchdown pass since playing the Browns in week two last year while with the Jets but uh, so it's kind of a wild scenario you know what do you expect out of Flacco and, uh, you know, looking at that spread, to me, it's a stay-away game. It's not one that I'm interested in playing because I, you just don't know exactly what you're going to get out of Flacco. I would lean that the Rams are probably the play and probably the team that wins today. But I just that that's a stay-away game for me, Dave. Now, let's look at Monday night. Obviously, you've got your Bengals going up against the Jags. Jags coming off a big win last week over the Texans. And uh, thoughts now, look, we know that Joe Burrow is out, right? And so you got Jake Browning in there. Thoughts on what uh, what's going to happen with the Bengals going forward? Hopefully they lose a lot of games and get good draft picks. <laughs> going back to my roots, baby. This is how it felt for years being a Bengal fan. You get to this point of the year. Usually it was, it was before this point of the year, and you're just like, all right, at this point, might as well root for the best draft pick. And then you're thinking, is this ever going to pay off doing this? Then Joe Burrow and Chase or uh, Jamar Chase happen in consecutive years. Like, yeah, that... It's good to have the highest draft pick possible. Now, they're not going to have the number one pick or the number five pick. Maybe they could be in the running for the number five pick, but it sounds like they're going to have a top ten pick, and I'm here for it. As far as this game, line seems a little high. I'll be surprised if the Jags don't win this game. The Jags are going to win this game, but I can see the Bengals' defense muddying it up a little. This is a good Bengals' defense, and the Bengals would have won that game last week against the Steelers if Jake Browning didn't have And Jake Browning overall played solid, but he had a Kyle McCord-esque interception. Yes. <laughs> Just it was like here you go. Brutal. Right. Well yeah. it looks like the corner's actually the intended receiver. It okay, was awful. So the Browns now to make the playoffs. Their odds to make it. Minus one seventy. Yes. No plus one forty. And you know, as soon as the, the the news came out of Watson uh being injured and out for the year, I hopped on the no for the Browns. But you know what? They they came away with that win over the Steelers. And uh I think today goes a huge way. You know, if if the Browns can somehow find a way to get it done today, then I think they absolutely will make the playoffs. But if not, then I think it's probably a fifty fifty proposition for me, Dave. Yeah, it's last week was tough, especially not just losing, but they didn't look good against a now the Broncos have somehow maybe maybe it's Sean Payton. I don't know. I've always said he you know I thought he's a little overrated. He's He's a good coach. I'm not saying he's like a terrible coach or anything, but people acting like Sean Payton was like, you know, you know, the end all be all. It's like, let's just calm down a little bit. You know, helped having Drew Brees for all those years, didn't it? Uh, But credit the Broncos. They look like they were dead in the water. Um, So I don't know if that's a case of the Broncos are playing good football right now. The Browns played bad last week, maybe a combination of the two. But um, yeah, the Browns, because as you nailed it, because of this defense, the Browns still have a very good chance of making the playoffs. I think the best two teams in the NFL are playing this afternoon. I think it's the right now. I think it's the Eagles and 49ers to me are the best two teams in the NFL. 
I know you can make the case for Kansas City. Uh, I, Cowboys looked good the other Ravens. night. The Ravens are up there, but to me, the Eagles and the 49ers are the two most talented team teams, and I think one of those two teams is going to win the Super Bowl this year. And I would pick the 49ers. Today, the 49ers are a three-point favorite on the road at Philadelphia. Isn't that a wild? That's one of those lines that kind of sticks out to you because Philadelphia is 10-1. and one. They're so good at home, but they are an underdog at home. They have some injury issues. A.J. Brown's a little dinged up. We'll see if he's able to go. But I actually I like the 49ers in the line today. I would give the three points with San Francisco on the road against Philadelphia. Up next is our Bud Light NFL picks. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. We got to tell you about an unbelievable contest that we have that you can enter. It is the Bud Light NFL Picks Contest, and uh, the prize is pretty awesome. So get get involved with this. Go to nine seven one thefan dot com. You can get your picks in today from Bud Light. The grand prize, the grand prize is a thousand dollars, a sixty five inch TV, a kegerator, and a neon sign, all from our friends at Bud Light, and all you have to do is go to 971thefan.com and get those picks in. It's not even against the spread. It is just go ahead and get those picks in head-to-head. So, And a on-the-money action update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center putting together a monster parlay. You want to make sure you're prepared with your mobile device. Visit a local Mobile Center store. Let's look now at the Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds, and we're going to do the college football playoff who's going to get in who's going to get out who's going to be left behind and here's the odds to make the playoff right now it is florida state minus 300 texas minus 350 those are the two betting odds to make it we know that michigan's going to make it we know that washington's going to make it the odds on alabama plus 110 and georgia the long shot to get in at plus 750 so it's kind of a wild ride right there that the betting odds are saying that the four teams are going to be michigan wisconsin texas and florida state you don't agree washington yeah washington yes yes wisconsin making it would be a That'd yes. Oh, I said Wisconsin. Be happy for oh, Luke. Be happy for Luke. Second time for Luke. Yeah. Atta boy, atta boy, Luke. Use but the force, Luke. No, I, I you don't think, agree. I don't, I don't, Florida State. I don't know how you can have them in with their quarterback being out. And Alabama sitting now. If Alabama wasn't sitting there at twelve and one, SEC champs, their only loss being against a team that's going to be in the playoff, Texas. They beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, the two-time defending champ. Um, listen, in Florida State's without their quarterback. I can't stress that enough, and he's really good. So, and I, I believe Florida State has earned their way in thirteen and zero, a conference championship. I know, as the one seed, Michigan would much rather play Florida State uh, than anybody else. What's and, that tell you? It, well, <laughs> but here's the thing: they earned their way in by going thirteen and zero and winning the conference. But the committee says right that they're trying to find the four best teams, and if you go sure. by that, I mean, my God! So why what, play what the would, games then? What would be out? Well, I mean, you still got to play the games. I mean, what would Alabama be favored over Florida State? Do we think? Oh, uh, probably 
11 to 13, somewhere in there. If this was like a court case, I would say the prosecution rests right there. If they think they're going to find the four best teams, it's not like Alabama's sitting there like 10 and 2 or something and not SEC champs. They're 12 and 1 SEC champs. And early in the year, they didn't look good because Milrow didn't look good. All of a sudden, Milrow's now a good quarterback, and like Alabama is dangerous. One week They're ago, better than Florida State. One week ago, they needed a miracle of all miracles to beat a crappy it's Auburn true. team. That's true. I mean, that's true. I, I just in my in my mind, Dave, you got to go with the team that's thirteen and zero, and I know they're not as good. Like without their oh without gosh. Jordan Travis, just they're not as Michigan good. A, a win. That's I, ridiculous. Yeah, Ryan, I think that. this What's is such for? a great debate because is it deserving or is it the four best teams? Yeah, we're going to know. Then, the committee says the four best teams. Then right? it's that's what they say, but then it's a whole different ball game because you could have all kinds of different players in this. The committee told us last week they think Ohio State is better than Texas. Correct. So did Texas beating an average middle of the road Oklahoma State team make them better than Ohio State and they should be in? I think this is really interesting. Well, they won the a conference did, championship. I think the committee did that. Why no, does that matter? That if de- Texas won, they were going to jump them in. They do stuff like that every year, though. They put them there. I don't think they necessarily thought Ohio State was better. It's like, man, we'll, we'll see. If Texas wins, we'll jump them over but, Ohio State. If Alabama wins, we'll jump them over Ohio State. And that's what happened. That's the bogus part of the committee, though. And if Al- with Alabama, I think when you beat the best team in the country, according to your rankings, because that's who you had there, they probably should jump Ohio State. For sure. They definitely will. Texas beating Oklahoma State doesn't move the needle. They blew him out, though, and looked good. I, yeah. I Quinn, get that. Quinn but... Ewer starts that game off looking like the best quarterback in the history of football. I was like, damn. Yes. Like, and that would have been nice if he was Ohio State's quarterback. Uh, oh, who my goodness. The, okay. If we're going to go with the four best teams in college football, who do you think those four are, Dave? In order. So, in order. Yeah. Um, geez. How they're playing right now, I think Alabama's the best. Is that crazy? I would favor Not crazy, Alabama. But if Alabama gets in, I'm going to One pick, week I'm ago, gonna, they needed a miracle. <laughs> true. <laughs> if Alabama gets in, I'm going to pick them to win. Okay. I'm pick them that, to beat Michigan. That's a great way to answer the question. Who, who who would you take right now to win the national championship? If Alabama's in, you would take them. Who you got? Gosh, it's so tough, Dave. I, you know what? I, I, I kind of lean... That if if it if it were just the four that we think it's going to be, or or you throw in Alabama to let's say five teams that you have a shot at, I would say probably, and I hate to say this, I, I think it'd be Michigan. I would probably lean out if those are five teams and you have to pick one to win the national championship. I'd probably say uh, Michigan would be the team that I think will win it. My guess is Bama as the four seed would be favored over Michigan, the one seed. Ah, uh, that would be close, slight, slight, but I bet Bama would be favored. That's a great question. We need to figure that out. Who would be favored? Because to me, I think that would be close to a pick'em. But who do you? Who are the best? Like I think Georgia's probably still better. One of the, the four the t- best. I, I agree, and it's crazy. I, I, I'm repeating myself, but it, it's insane. If you're a Georgia fan, you're sitting there thinking we're two time defending champs. We're twelve and one. Our one losses by three points to a now really good Alabama team. This is not the Alabama team that lost to Texas because Milrose a different quarterback. That's your one loss. You're twelve and one. Your SEC runners up. You're two time defending champs, and you're out. I mean, I'm I'm not a Georgia fan, so I'm fine with it. It's it is kind of interesting though. And that's why to me, Florida State and Texas are gone 
Bama and Georgia are both getting in with Washington and Michigan to me. You think oh, those are you, you think those those committee will teams. actually do that or you think that's what it should be? I think that's what they'll do and I think wow. that's what they should be. I think those are the four best teams. I think Washington is the best team in the country. I think right now Alabama's next. I think Georgia's third and I think Michigan's fourth. It's funny. I think you could like I could see the case why Michigan would be fourth. I think you could make a case why Michigan could be the number one. Correct. I mean, it's just wild because it's so tight. And here's the problem. If you do put Florida State into this playoff, then one team is going to have an enormous advantage because they are going to be a huge favorite over Florida State. Real quick, Dinich has Florida State falling all the way to sixth because of the quarterback situation. She doesn't have them fifth. She has them sixth. Yep. And all she does is college football playoff. I have to think she has sources on that committee, or what does she do? And that's all she does. She has to have good sources on the committee, right? You would think. I just look at these odds, and like the odds to make the playoff are Florida State minus 300, Texas to make it at minus 350. Look, there's a chance. There's a chance that they don't go with those two teams, but man, I, I think based on those betting odds, I, I lean that that's the way that they're probably going to go. And you're right, though. Heather Dinich is dialed in as anybody, and she has Florida State at six. It's all fascinating. Let's talk more college football. We're going to talk about Ohio State coming up. What bowl are they going to? Who do we want to see them play? That's next on On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Scotty, it'd be a lot more fun if Ohio State was in the discussion, but the chaos is fun. The chaos is fun. It's like the next next best thing to Ohio State being in it. And, man, we're all, we all have different opinions on who's going to get do. in. Ryan is saying two SEC teams are going to get in. I'm saying none. Zero I'm SEC teams Bama are. I'm saying Bama will and Florida State will be left out. You're saying Florida State will be in and both SEC teams will be left out. I think Georgia's out. But, I do too. But I mean, again, that goes back to which I don't think they're going to take two SEC teams. The question is, are they going to take one? But if you really are looking at who's the four best teams, do we really not think Georgia is one of the four best teams? Yes, they might even be the best team. Uh, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. They're going to be left out. But it's, it's also kind of funny. They were flat out lucky last year because Ohio State outplayed them. There's not that BS overturn on that. What was clearly targeting against Marvin called targeting on the field replay. By any like reasonable measure, backs it up, and somebody in Area 51 that doesn't show his face decides to overturn that call. That was so shady. Anyway, so good. I'm glad George is getting screwed. Uh, unless Ryan's right, and they make it. And you said something to Ryan. Like, Ryan, if you really believe that George is going to make it, jump on that plus 750 right now. You're getting great odds if you think George is going to make it. I did jump on Bama getting in. I also did a exact order. I think it's going to be Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama. You can bet on the exact order, which, and you're getting like, I think that was like plus 450 odds or something like that. You could make the argument that Washington should be number one and Michigan number two. I think that's a fair argument based on the schedule that Washington went through in the Pac-12, the fact that they beat Oregon twice. You you could make that argument. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think Michigan will be one. I'm with you on Washington will be number two. To me, I think Texas has done enough that they should be number three. And then the debate 
State mm. uh, is is do you take the thirteen and zero Florida State or do you take Alabama? Do you take the team that probably deserved it more by going undefeated and winning that game early in the year, a tough non conference game against LSU, or do you take that team that just beat the number one team in the country on a neutral site? Gosh, I, I think they're going to take Florida State. But Alabama, I think, is the better team. So and that's what's great about this, though. Ryan came in here during commercial break, and the three of us are just loudly talking at each other with all different opinions on who should be in and out. Normally, in the past, it's been relatively easy for the committee. It's always kind of worked its way out where it hasn't been that controversial of who should be in and out. This is kind of the first year in a long time where we have this battle, and this will be the last time we have this conversation because next year, when it's 12 teams who cares what the argument on who should be 13 who should be 14 who should be uh, 11 and 12 it's a lot different now when you're talking about who should be top four for sure but you know next year there's going to be a lot of people crowing about who oh, this 13 should have been 12 12 should have been course. 13 because look at the ncaa tournament how much we make of the first four out last four in you know the second last four out you know and all that and there's 68 teams that make it it's like people will still get all bent out of shape if their team's 14th and they didn't get in it's like if you're not in the top 12, I'll get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I think, guys, to me, and I'm, and I'm so excited for this 12-team playoff. I really am. But I'm also looking at what happened yesterday where you had Iowa and Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. And I think I'm really excited the fact that the Big Ten is going to get this right. And instead of doing those stupid divisions, that we're going to get the top two teams in. So we don't have those trash matchups anymore in these Big Ten championship games. Because let's face it, that... Big Ten championship game last night was awful. We knew it was going to be bad, and that goes away because the fact that it's going to be the top two teams going forward, that's a huge fix that needed to happen that will happen. And again, if you haven't heard, uh, we think oh, it's down to the Cotton Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl for Ohio State. And as Scotty mentioned, like you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of Ohio State versus Oklahoma or Ohio State versus Oregon. That would be entertaining matchups. I was hoping to go to the Orange Bowl. That is pretty much out, it looks like. looks like it's a toss-up between uh, the Fiesta Bowl and the Cotton Bowl for the Buckeyes. Up next is Convince Me. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. Ohio has over 920,000 diabetics. If you are a diabetic, take a step in the right direction by having your feet checked routinely by a podiatric physician, the most qualified doctors to care for your feet. Adding a podiatrist to your healthcare team can help you better manage the effects of diabetes on your feet. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state. 
For more information or to find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast from the Ohio News Network. November is an ideal month to plant trees in Ohio because the soil is still warm, which reduces the transplant stress. Plus, trees require less water in November than in the heat of the summer, allowing roots to grow in the cooler temperatures. When planting trees, keep these tips in mind. Select trees that are zone-hardy for where you plan to plant. Avoid planting trees that produce slip hazards, like fruits and nuts close to sidewalks. And don't plant large trees near or under utility lines. To learn more about the November tree planting, contact an ISA-certified arborist near you by going to trees4ohio.org. That's trees4ohio.org. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right, you gotta pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play. To set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. The fan, the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker. It's time for Convince Me. This is where Ryan asks Scotty and I a question, and we try to convince him of the best answer. Ryan, the floor is yours. All right, guys, I think this one was a pretty easy one and self-explanatory uh, one. And I think I kind of know where both of you are going here, but who wins the national championship? I'm going with Alabama. Yeah, I already let the cat out of the bag. I, I'm going to pick Alabama if they make it, and uh, I think they will make it. I think they're going to be favored slightly over Michigan, and I think the winner of that game is going to win the national championship. Uh, right now, Alabama's playing good football. Yeah, they, you know, it was a close game against Auburn, but man, the Iron Bowl... It's one of those things you can seriously throw out the records. Overall, Alabama's been playing really well, and the main reason is Jalen. It looked like Milrow was an absolute like, you know, disaster early on. Like he was going to be their worst quarterback since Blake Sims. But now Milrow's playing really well, and this Alabama team's playing well overall. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Alabama to win it all. So Alabama is. Who I think is going to be national champion. What do you got, Scotty? Blake Sims. I love that you threw that name out there because I remember that game against Blake Sims. And yeah, that was that was fun. But uh, two reasons why Alabama is not going to win the national championship. Number one, they're not even going to make it. They're going to be left out. 
out. So that disqualifies your answer right away. Sadly, Ryan, I think Florida State is going to be the four seed and Michigan the one seed. And so I think Michigan's basically going to have an easy road all the way to the national championship because I think they'll be about a 11 to the 13 point favorite like last over year Florida against State. TCU. <laughs> Good one. Uh, and then I think uh, Michigan is going to play Washington in the national championship game and it's going to be a battle. And I think, uh, unfortunately, I, I would take Michigan to win the national championship at this point. You know, do I think Michigan's the best team? Not, not necessarily, but I don't think Alabama's getting in. I think Texas is, is good, but I think Washington's going to beat them in the semifinal game. That'll be a close to a pick em matchup as well. But Ryan, I've got to take uh, Michigan, sadly, as a team who I think is going to win it all. And that's a much better pick than a team that's not even going to make the playoff in Alabama. Scotty. Yep. I know. I hate You've been on Washington it. all year. I know. And then you say they're going to lose to that team up north? I do. Uh, I like Washington. I love Washington. I like Mike, Michael Penix. I have a lot of uh, tickets on Washington to win the national championship. I have Michael Penix to win the Heisman Trophy. I don't think he's going to quite have enough to do that. But, yeah, I just think whoever ends up playing Florida State in that first game has such an advantage. And the way I see it, I think Michigan's going to play Florida State in that first game. So I think you're wrong about that, obviously, Michigan and Florida State. Bids, I think you think Alabama's out. I think they have to be in. There's no way the SEC champ is out to me. I'm feeling, but, the, I'm feeling the W. But. Oh, that W? That, the W on the helmet? What we do know <laughs> is Michigan is going to be in. We're not positive. And number one. We're, there's a there's a point I, I, something percent chance that Michigan or that is, Alabama doesn't make it. There's no way Michigan's winning the national championship. Roll tide in this one. You know what? I don't I'll want take it to the happen. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. I will cry uh, the day after, the night of, for an entire year. I will cry. This if is Michigan why we're Alabama it. fans today. S- speaking of Ugh. roll tide, we do not want Florida State in this. The Florida State would be a disaster. It'd be it like would. the year Tennessee beat them when really Ohio State should have been in there in '98. And Florida State, do you guys remember this? Florida State had their backup quarterback Marcus Outson. Was it he, Winky their starter? Yeah, and he was out. And they had this their backup. It was like if like Joe Boserman was their quarterback. <laughs> so Tennessee was just like handed the national championship because it was an awful awful Florida State team. That would be this exact same thing. Can we all agree we want Washington to win the national championship? Absolutely. That's the team out of yes. everyone who I want to win it. Big Ten pride. Yeah. The only t- team that doesn't <laughs> yeah. count in that is Michigan. <laughs> Guys, speaking of Roll Tide, did you see what McAfee did yesterday? <laughs> yes, and it was amazing. <laughs> no, I did not. Is, are you allowed to say what he did? He fired up the Georgia. There's like a song they sang, and he was like singing the song with the Georgia fans, and they were going crazy. And then he goes, Alabama's going to win. <laughs> it was <laughs> he great. He said it's going to destroy all their hearts. Mm. That's hilarious. What an SEC championship game that was in the atmosphere. I mean, that was the one game yesterday that was that was really fun. You know, the rest were kind of letdowns. The Friday night game, the Pac-12 game, that was a lot of fun. But overall, conference championship weekend, kind of weak. Yeah, I mean, it was really bad football yesterday until yeah. the SEC championship Especially game. last night. Really bad. Florida State game was boring. Bad, bad, bad. All right, so you think the SEC is going to be shut out? Shut them out! No way. I mean, my gosh, they've dominated college football. I hate to admit it. They've dominated college football. I cannot see them being left out. This is going to be interesting, man. We're going to find out about 12.15. All right, the first hour of the show is in the books. 
If you are listening on 97.1 The Fan, please stick around for the second hour. This is On The Money. Places over unders on how many traffic lights he hits coming into the studio. This is on the money. Welcome back to On the Money 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scott Prokop. We like to call him Scotty Vegas. We have producer Ryan Baker at the controls. Right about now, Ryan, it is time for the parlay party. Hit it. Anything we want to celebrate could be a nice parlay that we hit. Could be anything at all. Scotty Vegas, what are you celebrating? Hell is real number three goes to the Columbus Crew. Yeah. And last Sunday on the show, we gave out the advice that there was a plus 750 out there for the crew to win the MLS Cup. And they are in the MLS Cup, which will be in Columbus next Saturday afternoon. How awesome is that? And so I'm celebrating that fact. We got an awesome day of Buckeye hoops, men's and women's today. Can't wait for both games, actually. Ohio State women taking on Tennessee. That will be a ton of fun. And then the Buckeye basketball team opens up Big Ten play against Minnesota. Ohio State is a 12.5-point favorite. And, guys, I'm getting pretty excited about this OSU basketball team. You know, they had that struggle early at home against Texas A&M. And they had every opportunity in that game. And uh, what, what was, they were unable to come away with victory. But then they have a great stretch last weekend where they win against Alabama. They beat a good Santa Clara team. And they're clicking right now. And I think this backcourt... I, gosh, between Thornton and Gale, you have two guys that are fantastic, that are running the show, and you got depth right in the front court with Akpara and Key. I just love the pieces right now with this OSU Hoops team. I'm pretty excited for it. That's my parlay party. Ryan, what are you celebrating? Well, guys, let's go with that. Both of those OSU Hoops games you can hear on the fan yeah. or 1460. Uh, so that is pretty cool that we have both of those here today. Guys, I've been talking about it for a while, but, uh, man, the culmination of the high school football season was this weekend, and I was so uh, such a good time up at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium uh, get, being able to work those for the OHSAA radio network. Congratulations to the seven state champions and especially to uh, the Division Five champion Perry. They're coached by former Dublin Jerome coach Bob Guesswich, who is just a great dude. So super happy I was there to see him win that state title. And also a big uh, super pumped that I got to see Bishop Watterson play in the state championship game, even though they came up just a little short against Toledo Central Catholic. A great year for Coach Kennedy and his Eagles. So pumped about that. With that, I'm hoping that my schedule slows down a little bit here now that high school football season is over. This last month, uh, with doing games for Spectrum and getting ready for this past weekend has just been insane. So hopefully I can come up for air a little bit here in the uh, in the next coming weeks. Um, and then I'm pumped for the ensuing chaos. And yeah. We're going to have our shows written for us for the next week here on The Fan with all of this. This team should have been in. No, this team should have been in, just like we've been doing in the breaks here. Yeah. So I am pretty pumped for this chaos. Don't put it to 12, because then we won't get this. You're wrong. That's that's where you're wrong. I'm not wrong, but Bids, I want to know what you're pumped up about. 
I'm celebrating the crew beating FC Cincinnati at FC Cincinnati's place. It looked like the crew was dead in the water. Eastern Conference Finals. They're down 2 nothing late. Cincinnati has an own goal. I mean, really, it looked like it was the crew guy kicked it in. Then replay showed no, the FC Cincinnati guy kicked it in two to one. Boom! There was a beautiful goal by the crew to make, to tie it up, and then the winner. I mean, it was unbelievable, three to two. And I say this as a Cincinnati pro sports fan, other than FC Cincinnati. It almost pains me to say it. That was the most Cincinnati pro sports thing ever. And I, it's weird being on the other side of it. Usually I'm <laughs> on the receiving side of, of a Cincinnati pro sports team ripping my heart out. I mean, that's one that they're never going to get over unless they're able to like win it next year or something like that. Because it's hard just to get to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Western Conference Finals. And for FC Cincinnati to lose that way, the crew to win that way, I mean, hell is real, baby. They might need to put up another sign on 71. I'm also celebrating the Ohio State basketball team. Scotty's right. I mean, this is what I wanted to see. I didn't think there was any chance it'd be a top 10 team, but I was thinking, man, are they even going to be like in the tournament this year? I'm pretty confident. They have a long way to go, and it's pretty cool that the Big Ten opener is today, Yeah, uh, and they're favored. They're playing at home, so that's good. Um, and I, again, guys, I'm really looking forward to this announcement at 12:15. Like Ryan said, it's just the chaos makes it exciting. Normally, I'd be hate watching it, knowing Ohio State's not in it, but it's like I've, you know, reached the acceptance phase a long time ago with that a long time ago meaning maybe like six days ago um it's just going to be very interesting to see if alabama gets in or florida state gets in i agree Uh, let's do this what would be your ideal four? what what are you hoping to see today as the four matchup and then what do you think it'll be I mean, I, hoping to see. I mean, Michigan and Washington are in, so I yeah. mean, I'm not saying I'm hoping to but see Michigan what order in. And who are? Yeah, I, well, I'm predicting. I had, I do have a bet in. Um, where you can bet the exact order. My bet is get like plus four fifty on ESPN bet if you like this. I have one Michigan, two Washington, three Texas, four Bama. Okay, so uh, of course that leaves Florida State out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what you want to see happen. And and look, that would be the best playoff matchups. That that would be the best possible scenario because we've talked about this. If Florida State gets in, they will be a massive underdog. And too many times in the college football playoff era, we've seen some bad playoff games. And that would be a matchup going in where you expect it to be not a great matchup if it is Florida State and Michigan. I, I want it to be. I, I do want it to be the scenario where Michigan has to play Alabama uh, in that first round game or Texas. Either one I'd be fine with. But I actually think it's going to be Florida State. I just think because of the the fact that they went 13-0, the fact that they had that win over LSU to start the year, they, they're a conference champ. I think it's too hard to keep them out so what I'm wanting to have happen is Michigan to play Michigan to play Alabama. What I think it'll be will be Michigan playing Florida State. Oh gosh, jeez, I know that kind of uh, sucks, right? Gee, I mean, the committee just needs to do what they always say. They're, they're, if they're sitting there, they're talking like we are. They have to be having the conversation of. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. Tell me what you guys think. They have to be having the conversation of. Okay, if Alabama and Florida State played right now, who do we think would win? If it's that close, let's say they're trying, they're going back. That would be the ultimate test, right? If you're the committee, and this is not the computers don't decide this. These are men and women who are going to be talking about this are going to decide this. Do you if think they that's ask a that question? question? I mean, uh, the just question Alabama, will be asked. Florida State. I don't think that's a question because I think Alabama's in. I think the question's Georgia, Florida State. Well, uh, you look at the betting odds, though, Ryan. It's, I understand. It's, it's Florida State or Alabama is fighting for that last spot. What now, I, now Denich thinks that it, it agrees with you. She has Georgia five, Alabama four, and Florida State sixth. So, 
So she has Texas three. No, Texas. Uh, she has Texas, Texas three. three. I have yeah. Texas. Wow. I have yeah. Texas three because yeah. if you have Alabama in Texas, beat Alabama. Now again, though, I'm, I'm contradicting myself here. But if Alabama and Texas played right now, who'd be favored? Alabama would be because Milrow's not that same Milrow that Texas played. Um, but man, I, I just can't see them leaving the SEC out. I mean, I can't believe I'm defending the SEC, but my goodness, they've dominated college football. You're really going to leave a 12 and one SEC champ out when you're already leaving a 12 and one Georgia out in theory, who's the two time defending national champ. Their only loss is in the SEC championship game by three points to Bama. I know it's not about past years, but if you leave the two time defending national champ out, who has a three point loss in the SEC championship game to a team that may be playing better than anyone right? I just don't know. I mean, Ric Flair always told me to be the man, you got to beat the man, and they've been the man. Let me make a quick argument on Alabama beat the man for Florida State. (laughs) All right. You know, if we're just going by who we think would win games. Everybody had Oregon beating Washington evidence the fact that Oregon was a 10 point favorite on Friday night against Washington. So the betting odds were okay. If we were just to go by that, they would have just put Oregon in above Washington, right? If we weren't playing this out on the field. Now, if we're doing this with Florida State and Alabama, that Florida State defense last night. Now, I know that their offense looked really bad, didn't do anything, but that Florida State defense Looked really, really good. And if we're also thinking about eye test, we cannot throw out the fact that eight days ago, Alabama should have lost to a bad Auburn team. And Rivalry game, though. Come on. You know that. The Iron Bowl is crazy. It's okay. like Ohio State, Michigan, to some degree. But but what I, what I'm saying is you got to be careful. Just assuming teams are going to beat other teams because I assumed and, and Vegas assumed that Oregon was going to beat Washington by ten points. And guess what? I would think that uh, Alabama would probably be about a ten point favorite over Florida State. So in my opinion, you got to go with the the deserving. You look at the resume and you go with the deserving. And I I just think that's the way you got to do it. But the, I keep saying this. I and unless they've changed how they do it, the committee says we're looking for the four best teams now they give the caveat you can't have three losses well, put georgia in I, that's the thing like if they say we're, we're taking the four bed and that's why they're taking alabama over florida state then how do you not have georgia in because georgia if you're having that conversation like we're saying the committee they're asking that question of georgia if, if it's down to alabama and florida state they're asking themselves all right who would win who do we think would win would it be close would it, would it be a wide margin. They're probably sitting there saying, "Yeah, it'd be a, with with Florida State's quarterback out. Bama would probably beat but them." But you can't do but that. Then, but if they, my point, I'm, I'm, I'm my point is, if they do that, which I think they will, then how are they going to justify not having Georgia in? Because you'd be asking the same question: If Georgia and Florida State played right now without Florida State's quarterback, who'd be favored? Georgia would be by a considerable amount. This is why it's fascinating. Guess who would be favored over every other team? Georgia. Georgia would be favored on a neutral site over Michigan. They'd be favored on a neutral site over Washington. They would be favored by everyone. But that's just not how we can determine who makes the top four. You can't do it based on what the spreads would be, who 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 would actually be the You have to look at a resume. They don't look at the spreads, but I do think, because they've said this themselves, right? They say, we're looking for the four best teams. It's not necessarily the four most deserving. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I've heard Boo Kerrigan say that this year, to be honest. A lot of times by then, I'm just sort of tuned it out. But I know 
Last year they said it. Previous years they said it. They, so unless they've changed how they do it, they say we are looking for the four best teams, not necessarily the four most deserving. If, could, that, if, they, if they stick with that credo, that's bad news for Florida State. Could you guys imagine if the SEC is left out of this playoff? I mean, the SEC... <laughs> it would be kind of funny. The South would be <laughs> oh, so pissed off, right? I mean, Well, we're going to have Civil War Part Two. They're going to try and secede from the Union. Well, not only that, but you would probably have two of the best four teams in the country in Georgia and Alabama. I think you can make the ar- argument that they're two of the best four and they wouldn't be playing in the playoff. I mean, it would be hilarious. It would <laughs> part be. of me wants to see that, but the other part of me doesn't want Florida State in because I don't want Michigan to have the easy road to the championship game playing Florida State. I know we've talked about this, but I want to write this down so we have it for each other. Who are your four best and who do you think are the four that get in? I want to write this down so later on we can text about who was right and who was wrong. The four best is in the four best teams. Who do you the- think the four best teams in the country are? And then who do you think are the four, if it's not the same, that get in? Okay, I think the four best teams in the country are Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, and Washington. In order. That's your order? We don't need it no, in I think order. I really think if those four teams are all in it, I think that... Uh, Alabama and Georgia in whatever order. I'll go Alabama, Georgia, um, Michigan, Washington. I think the SEC teams would be favored. Both of them would be favored over Michigan. Not by a lot. They'd both be favored over Washington. So those are my four. Who do I think is going to get in? Um, I think it's going to be, like I said earlier, I think it's going to be Michigan 1, Washington 2, Texas 3, and Alabama Four. Okay, so my top four, I think the best team in the country probably is Georgia. I still think that, think that and again, they had the, the difficulty of some big time injuries yesterday that limited, uh, obviously Bowers was a little banged up. And so I, I think if you were to say a month later, if we were to do in a playoff, Georgia's probably the best team. And I think that they would be favored over every other team. I don't think they're making it. But as far as best teams, I would say Georgia. I would have Michigan at two. I would probably have Alabama right now at three and Texas at four. I wouldn't even have Washington as one of the top you four. Think Texas is better than Washington. Uh, Texas is playing really, really you well. You have been on that train all year. I know. I know I have. And I like Washington. I want Washington to win it all. I'm, you did you call asked it, man. me who I the am, best four teams just are shocked. right now. I'm surprised. That's why I, I my ears couldn't believe. Yes. I like that he's not stubborn. So who's in? That he's like willing to change his mind. In In order... Number one is going to be Michigan. Number two is going to be Washington. Number three is going to be Texas. And number four is going to be Florida State. That's what I think the committee's going to do. And Ryan, you can tell us yours. Then Mine are the same, regardless. I think Washington's the best team in the country. I you think, think they'll be in. number one? No, but I that's 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 who I... That's my best. Um, I think Bama's number two right now. I think Georgia's number three. And I think Michigan's number four. Bama at two. Eight days after a miracle win. One day after beating two-time defending national champion Georgia in the SEC championship game in a hell of a game. Washington, and their quarterback's playing really well. The best team eight days after uh, needing a fourth down conversion on their own side of the field against Washington State. They beat Oregon twice, who's up, a really good team. It feels like right now we're, we're talking about a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Oh, up next, this or that. That's coming up next on The Money. This promo is brought to you by Common Man and Timmy Hall's Ping Pong Game. The fan. Scotty Vegas places so many bets, he can't even remember which teams he's rooting for. You're listening to On the Money. 
All right, guys. We're going to do a little this or that. Hit it, Ryan. Conference championship games, a little bit of a letdown, I thought. Uh, obviously, the Big Ten game was lame. The ACC game was lame. You did have a great one in the SEC. You had a great one on Friday night with the Pac-12. My question now is, going to 12 teams, we know that the playoff will be 12 teams next year. Would you guys say, let's do away with the conference championship games and uh, just go right to the playoff? Or do you still want to see these championship games happen? I mean, they'll definitely keep them, but for this um, hypothetical, I would like to see them get rid of them because really the conference championship games serve as, most of them serve as de facto quarterfinal games, and we're getting rid of that with 12 teams making it. Now, because of money, TV money, they're never going to get rid of them, but uh, if it was up to me, yeah, I'd get rid of them. Yeah, I saw some talk this week about the Big Ten kind of looking at, gosh, you're adding so many extra potential games for these players that do you really want to still have a conference championship game, and would there be players that sit out conference? Conference championship games of teams that are likely to make the the playoff anyway. Look, I still like them. I, I I enjoy this last weekend where you have neutral site games. I think that it's a really cool thing when you've got two conference opponents playing on a neutral site, and I think that's cool when you have the stadium half and half, and it's a it's a cool atmosphere like what we saw at the SEC. The Big Ten version was lame, but the SEC version was done right. I would still keep them but they got to do it right like the sec so i like that the sec like georgia and alabama aren't going to play and then play again the next weekend i can't i can't handle ohio state losing to michigan two weekends in a row i don't want to see it quite frankly i don't want to see them play three times when they play them in a playoff later on down the road so yeah especially if we're not having two different divisions where you don't play each other or whatnot i don't want to see it all right, guys, two of my favorite shows. One's really old, Cheers. Love the show Cheers. Grew up watching that. Probably shouldn't have been watching that when I was like 10 years old, but, you know, say la vie. Uh, and the, and the, the Sopranos. Oh, go ahead. You can keep talking. Huh? Okay, I was going to say, so Cheers has a great theme song. Great, everybody knows it. Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows the song, and everybody knows your name. It's just perfect for Cheers. I also like The Sopranos a lot. Also a great theme song. It fits two of the best theme songs in TV history. And Ryan's going to try and pull that up. I mean, that just fits so perfectly. All right, you guys getting with the Cheers theme song? Are you getting with the Sopranos theme song? Now, this is crazy, but I have not seen either show. I Same. Have, I have not. Oh, no. Not Cheers. Sopranos. I have I have seen clips, obviously, of both Sopranos and Cheers. I've never seen a full episode of either one, but I love the Cheers theme song, so I have got to go with Cheers. They're both great. Um Man, it's hard picking. I'm going to go with Sopranos. It's just, they're both so fitting. So when I say the Sopranos theme song is just perfect, it is. But but Cheers is too. I give the Sopranos a slight nod. So I have never seen an issue of the Sopranos either. I had never, 
even heard the theme song until you sent them to us last week when you were talking about wanting to do this one. Very good theme song, and it seems very appropriate. Everything I've heard of The Sopranos. When I was growing up, though, I loved Thursday nights on NBC. You had The Cosby Show. You had Cheers. You had, um, uh, what was the other one I'm not thinking of right now? Uh, I don't know. There was a bu- Thursday nights on NBCs were always great, though, and those shows were part of them. I think that Cheers theme song is iconic and I, I just don't know how you could go wrong with that so I've got to go cheers ding 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 throw a dollar in the bet jar yep, yep, there is there are <laughs> odds on whether I'm going to interrupt the drop and I of course interrupted <laughs> yes no. the drop uh, but real quick what is your favorite TV theme of all time because mine is actually the growing pains theme I might have to play that for you but oh, that's a good one I love the growing pain, that's a pains good one. theme that, that one always Always sticks in my head. I used to be able to play it on the piano, actually. I don't know if I've ever thought about if I have a favorite. Like, I know there's some, there's some that just come to mind that are iconic. Like I said, I love the Cosby show, so that one always sticks in my head. Um, Stop talking about was, the Cosby show. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. I, don't it's part care. of the youth. That's what ha- it happened. I, I, I mean, and his character was even a gynecologist. It's like, my God. I, I was, Jeez. I was a big Cosby show fan. I as liked well. it at the time I've too. Seen every I found, episode. found out he was a complete piece of bleep. I think, um, I think like, I wasn't a huge fan of Friends, but I think that yeah, theme song that one's great. is about, kind of about, iconic. I think everyone knows it. What about Seinfeld's theme song? Trick question. They don't have one. I was going to say, it's I, don't, just as quick I was never a big Seinfeld, which is nice. I'm kidding. Now, again, though, these are my two favorite, which is why I thought of this. That's why I hate picking against Cheers. They're they're, they're phenomenal, both of them. All Even right, Two and next? a Half Men, you know, that's a good one. That's that a good I, one. Man, man, that's man, a good man, one. Man, that's man, yeah. man, man. All right, guys, I'm going straight to food this <laughs> week because I didn't eat breakfast this morning, and I'm thinking about food. Oh, More brought in some snacks. <sighs> you guys getting with cookies or are you guys getting with brownies? Oh, gosh, I love both. That's a toughie. What are you going with, Dave? Now, any cookie, right? I can have chocolate chip cookies. Whatever I'm, I'm you getting, want. I'm getting with. I love chocolate chip cookies. I'm with you. A warm chocolate chip cookie. Love them. Right out of the oven might be the best food on the planet. Better than pizza. Better than anything. A warm chocolate chip cookie. Sign me up. And I do love brownies with a little uh, chocolate icing on top. I'm in for that. But give me the chocolate chip cookie right out of the oven. So, guys, uh, these are both great. I had two brownies that Scotty almost described perfectly there with, like, the icing on top this weekend. Uh, They had them in the media room. But the variety of cookies puts this over the top, so I'm going cookies. Well, power rank your cookies. What's the number one cookie out there for you? Well, I don't think you can beat a fresh out of the oven warm chocolate chip cookie. That's I just right. don't I think that's, that's undefeated. That's the correct answer. But I'm also a big macadamia nut cookie fan. Those are pretty daggone delicious too. And that's the wrong answer. What about thin mint? We got to give the girl scout oh. cookies some love. I'm a thin mint machine. Oh, I got to bring this in. I got a thin mint trail mix <laughs> that just is off <sighs> the chart. You guys have to try. What? Ooh. Thin mint. It's trail in my mix? snack bag in here. thin mint ice cream where it's like you know, yeah, it's mint, mint, ice, chocolate mint, chip. mint chocolate chip, but they actually put like chunks 
they have Ooh. the regular chocolate chips in there, but then they also put chunks of Ooh. the Girl Scout cookies, Thin Mint. It's so delicious. Funny story about the Thin Mints for me <laughs> is I always have a little uh, tradition that I, generally the, the uh, Girl Scout cookies come in in late February, early March. I save that full box for the first weekend of March Madness. I put it in the freezer, yeah. and then uh, that once, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da happens, I get out my cookies out of the freezer and go to town. That box is done on the opening Thursday of the NCAA tournament. All right, let's go. let's move on. Uh, my this or that. Guys, Heisman Trophy. Does it go to Jaden Daniels from LSU or does it go to Michael Penix from Washington? This or that. Who's got the better odds? <laughs> Jaden Daniels is a big favorite, to be honest with you. I'll go with that then. <laughs> Okay. I'll go with that. Here's my complaint with that. Yes, he has a little bit better odds than Michael Penix. Michael Penix led his team to 13 and 0. He is there in the playoff. And guess what? Michael Penix led his team to 13 and 0. He is there in the playoff. And guess what? Michael Penix deserves the Heisman Trophy. And guess what? You bailed on him. No, I didn't. I was saying, say. no. I was saying now he's back on the had, now he's back on the bandwagon. I, I had like a it. mental hedge. I still <laughs> think that Washington is great. I love Washington. I want Washington to win it all. I want Michael Penix to win the Heisman, not just because of the fact that it will it'll win me a lot of money, but I think he deserves it. Michael Penix over Jaden Daniels, who has three losses. His team has three losses, and they played two games against crap teams. Scotty Vegas, Washington's the best team all year. Now he has an eighth. I I, I don't know. Eight. I guess I haven't paid attention to Jaden Daniels enough, but exactly. But I just don't think LSU is that great of a team. And I, I don't. Know, I love what Penix has done with this Washington team. I've told you guys this all year. Anybody that can make Indiana a halfway decent football team is a hell of a football player. I think Michael Penix deserves it. Up next is Scotty doesn't know. That's coming up next on the money. Here's a listener tweet. Can I tase Common Man in the nuts? Fine by us, but he may like it. Common Man and Tebow. Weekdays from 3 to 6. The Fan. Sports gambling, fantasy football, and tailgating before a massive day of pigskin. You're listening to On the Money. Yeah. Scotty is a glutton for punishment. He wanted me to put together a Scotty doesn't know, and of course I did that. Ryan, hit it. Fiona and me doing it. Uh, don't want to sing the actual song here. Okay, first one. This is a college football playoff version. All right, let's go. Scotty doesn't know. All right, number one. Scotty, what four teams played in the first college football playoff? Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon, and Florida State. Yeah. One for one. What's up? What was the final score of Ohio State's win over Oregon to win the 2014 National Championship played oh, in 2015? I'm going to get this score. wrong. Gosh darn it. Channel your inner Zeke. Channel your inner Cardale. Let it come uh, to you. Let Use me the force. Go with like 42 31. Incorrect. No. I'm not going to lie, 42 for Ohio State would have been my guess. Yeah. Well, okay. Is 42 right? I, I, I need the entire final score. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so trying 42. to pump up my boy. Well, He's still mad about convince me. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, so I do get the 42. Give me a ding. 
No, no, no. There, oh, there no. Are that's no not half, how this works. There are no half dings. All no, right, no, this right. is not like you're getting a sack. Forty-two, thirty-four. Incorrect. Forty-two, thirty-eight. Forty-two, thirty-eight. I don't know. I don't you know. I remember Oregon the Buckeyes scored. pulling away. The Buckeyes ended up pulling away in that game. Like I was like forty-two, twenty-eight. Closer. You're at least you're in the twenties now. Forty-two to twenty-eight. 24. Did you just say 27? I can't read lips. <laughs> 20. 42, 42 20. 20. He's like trying to mouth it to me. I can't I read lips. I, I was going to say, you must be terrible so, at reading lips if you can't read So that. I won't lie. The first thing that popped into my head was 42 24. So I was kind of close. Kinda 42, close. I knew. I don't know. I don't care Oregon's score. Oregon goes right down the field, scores at 7 nothing. You're like, oh, goodness. They're coming off a. Uh, you know, they looked like a really good team. I remember Urban talking about that. And then Buckeyes took it to them. All right, here we go. So there's been nine college football playoff champions. Obviously, this is year 10. How many CFP titles has Alabama won? Ooh, I'm between three and four. I'm going to go with three. Correct. Nice job. Of the nine champions, how many have come from the SEC? Of nine, I'm going to go. I know OSU had one. Give me seven. Incorrect. Eight. Incorrect. Incorrect. Six? Six of nine? Okay. Yes. So Clemson won two, Ohio State won one, uh, and then the rest is Clemson LSU two. and two Georgias. Yep, exactly. Yep. All right. Where will this year's national championship game be held? You give me, you give me the city. See, I was planning on trying to okay, go. Okay, so you know this. So I know that it is in Houston, Texas. Correct. Bing! Has the college football playoff national championship game ever been held in the north? Uh, well, Indianapolis, right? So... That yes, it correct, has. correct, correct. Okay, and when was that? Gosh, that was like three years ago. So I want to say twenty twenty. No, twenty twenty one. He got it on the yep. Got so it on the it second. It was a twenty twenty season, right? Twenty twenty one season. So two years ago. So okay. It was a 20, so I, I had forgotten about that actually. Yeah, I had forgotten that. Yeah, I mean, I had forgotten that that Georgia. It was Georgia over Alabama in Indy. Okay. Uh, that would be nice if Ohio State was in it that year, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Gosh. Okay. Of the nine college football playoff national champions, how many finished undefeated? Oh, my gosh. Of the nine. Oh, geez. Uh, I don't think a ton of them. I'm going to say five. Incorrect. Not five. How, how about six? Incorrect. Yes. Can't read lips, but he can read fingers. <laughs> I've, I've, I've learned that now. I've learned that. I've learned that. Four. Um, okay. Yes. Yes. Four. And really. And, and and the interesting thing is the first four winners of the national championship in the college football playoff era all had one loss. So it's been like a recent thing where um, teams have finished undefeated. So five teams have finished with one loss. Four have finished undefeated. Did Alabama win it the second year? Obviously, Ohio State won it the first year. Was Alabama second? I believe so. Yes. Okay. I believe so. Okay. What college football championship game, college football playoff championship game, was the biggest blowout? Last year. Georgia over TCU, for nailed, sure. Nailed it. So 2023. Yep. 65-7. to 65-7 to seven over TCU, Georgia, last year. Right. What college football playoff semifinal game was the biggest blowout? 
Um, boy, I gosh, it might be Clemson, Ohio State, right? Um, that was what thirty to three, wasn't that the score? 30, there, thirty-one nothing. Thir- thirty-one nothing. I caused, I caused Urban Meyer to say, "Ed Warner, you're out. Tim Beck, you're out. We're bringing in Kevin Wilson, and we're also bringing in some guy named Ryan Day." Okay, I'm going to say that was probably the biggest blowout. Thirty-one nothing. It was not. No, it was not. I know it. So, uh, gosh, because I was out in Arizona during this. Oklahoma lost to LSU by a crap ton. I remember that. They lost by 38. 38. Is that it? No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a crap ton was not a big enough defeat. It was. I mean, this one was 39. Michigan so you're really, State you're got really, destroyed one year. They did, but not, not, not that bad, though. There we go. It was pretty bad. It was like 30, but not 39. This, Cincinnati this, this was Cincinnati. I was going to say, was it Cincinnati? Is, no, no. Ryan doesn't know. You keep playing. You know, every time he guesses and he gets up. There you go. Washington was in it one year. I think they kept it close. This is, we're talking about what semifinal game was the biggest blowout mm. in the nine years of the playoffs so far. Boy, how about Georgia? You're going you're gonna to kick yourself. I am? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you a hit. This will be so, so easy. Ohio State then beat them. Ohio State then beat them. Notre Dame. No. Beat them in the playoff. It was uh, Oregon played Florida State. Right. That was the biggest blowout year one. Fifty nine to twenty in the Rose Bowl. Right. Yes. The first wow. ever college football playoff game was the biggest blowout. Do you guys remember Urban? You know he's doing this press conference. He knew what he was doing. Somebody said, and he knew what the score was. Somebody said, hey. Coach, you see Oregon won by 40? It was really 39. He goes, what? He goes, 40? He totally knew. He goes, I, I got to go, guys. I got to start preparing. My gosh. And acted <laughs> like he was scared of Oregon. He said later on he knew the Alabama game was the real national championship game. So, yeah, that was the biggest blowout. Okay. A couple more here. Which college football playoff national championship game had the highest attendance? You don't need to give me the attendance, but what of the nine, what had the largest attendance? Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think of different sites. Um, the one out in Santa Clara, maybe like the, what was that? That was, uh, Alabama and was it Alabama, Georgia. Incorrect. I have a guess. Clemson, Alabama. Incorrect. I think that one was in Florida. Was it the first one? Ohio State in Oregon. Yes. My because guess would have been wrong. Jerry's Jerry World is a lot bigger. AT&T uh, Stadium is a bigger stadium than the other has, venues. 85,869. No other game has been over 80,000 in the college football national championship. Has it been back to Dallas or has it only been in Dallas once? Oh, that's a good question. It might have. Maybe it's only been there once. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. All right. Last one. Last one. All right. Let's get Which it. college football playoff semifinal had the highest attendance? <laughs> We're talking eighteen different games here. But like, think about what's the biggest in Dallas. Ven- what's the, the biggest de- venue? Oh, the Rose Bowl is. So yes. uh, let's go with the Florida State Oregon first year Rose Bowl. No, <laughs> this is the, the question is semifinal. Oh, that was a semifinal. That, right. that was a semifinal. Right. That was a semifinal. The, se- the Rose Bowl has been the semifinal. Oh, this, it, it was. Years. It, and your that game was number two. That game was number two. Okay, this, well, this was one that was higher. Okay, it was Georgia, Oklahoma in 2017 at the no. Rose Bowl. 92,844. Mm. Okay. 
I think right. that's too hard. That was a little ridiculous. Yeah, that one was that one was a little tough. But I like ridiculous. Who was Ohio State's offensive coordinator when they won the national championship? <laughs> Tom Herman. Yes. Got it. Hey. I, I, now I feel like I was being mean to him. Oh, who, are, who are Ohio State's defensive coordinators when they won the national championship? Jeez. Uh, now I've got to help me on this. Defensive coordinators. Help you on this. Okay, your, your hints are... Your current hints are Wisconsin and... So Fickle uh, and, and, and who? He's, uh, and he's somewhere in the NFL, I think. Fickle and, and, and is Tennessee, and, and possibly. The, and the who is the guy that actually called the plays that year, from what I was told, brought in rugby tackling. They weren't going to embarrass Luke and say that he was demoted. He basically was for this Last guy. Last name starts with a, a Vrabel. V. Vrabel. Think about Wednesday. Really? No, not Vrabel. Think about Wednesdays. <laughs> Chris Ash. Ash Wednesdays. Oh. I, I was trying to figure Is he in hit. the NFL? I think so, yeah. He was Rutgers head coach. That went swimmingly. Um, so there you go. Okay. I was trying to give you an easy one there. Yeah, I screwed it up. Who was Ohio State's head coach when they won the national championship? <laughs> Jim Tressel. <laughs> and Woody Hayes, and Woody Hayes, and Woody Hayes, and Woody Hayes, and Woody Hayes. Yes. There you go. And Ryan Day's eventually going to win one. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Up next is Best Bets. It's coming up next on The Money. The only radio station still operating with an active booze cart. I'm drunk right now. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. The fan. Ohio sports destination. Some people golf on Sunday mornings. Some people place bets on the people playing golf on Sunday mornings. This is On The Money. And we're about an hour and 20 minutes from finding out who's going to be in the playoff. A lot, of, a lot of talk this morning about who that fourth team is going to be. We, we're pretty sure that it's going to be, uh, obviously, Michigan, Washington, and then Texas, we think, is a lock. And then the debate, is it going to be Alabama? Is it going to be Florida State? You think Alabama. I think Florida State. And you and I are debating the fourth one. Ryan is debating three and four. He, he thinks, thinks Georgia. Georgia and Alabama are going to get in. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think Alabama is going to get in. You think Florida State's going to get in. We'll find out in about an hour and a half. So let me give you those betting odds. Reminder, sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. And this On The Money Action Update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Live betting or trying to get that player prop in, make sure you have the right internet speed visit a local mobile center store and let's look at the hollywood casino sportsbook odds to make the playoff right now texas minus 350 florida state minus 300 so those are your betting favorites to make it you've got alabama plus 110 georgia plus 750 and there's also national championship updated odds michigan is the favorite plus 115 texas is plus 350 alabama they might not even get in but they are five to one to win it all. Washington is five to one to win it all. Then you got Florida State at twenty to one, and then Georgia at forty to one. And you and I have gone head to head on this again. I think Florida State is going to get in. I think the fact that they're thirteen and zero, they're conference champions. They won last night. I think they've got a playoff caliber defense. They are going to get their backup quarterback back for the bowl game. To me, I honestly think Dave Florida State has done enough that they deserve to get in. I don't necessarily want it to happen because I don't want Michigan to have that easy path. If Florida State's the four seed and, and Michigan is the one seed, I'd have a serious problem with that because I don't want Michigan to have an easier game to get to the title game. Yeah, I mean, 
you can say they deserve to get in, but I don't think the committee looks at it that way. If you if you believe what they say, they say they're looking for the four best teams. Now they're gonna they're gonna back themselves into a corner if they take Alabama and don't take Georgia. Because you could you really argue if you're gonna take the four best teams that Georgia's not one of the four best teams? I don't know. I, th- this is why I. I'm predicting Alabama's going to make it, but I wouldn't like bet a ton of money on it because I could see them saying, listen, if we put Alabama in and say it's because of the four best, how are we going to leave Georgia out? It might be easiest just to put Florida State in there, but I think because of the quarterback injury, I keep using the Kenyon Martin example. Let's say for some reason in college basketball, only four teams made it. Cincinnati was a lock to be a number one seed with Kenyon Martin. Because of that injury, they were knocked to a two seed. Okay, so they were knocked out of the top four. Now, again, different sport happened over 20 years ago, but I think the same logic applies here, especially considering the fact we know the committee says we look for the four best teams. Now you lose your quarterback. I don't think anybody believes Florida State is one of the four best teams. Here's my problem with trying to project who the top four teams in should be, rather than based on the the resume, is... Everybody thought Oregon was going to beat Washington. They were a 10-point favorite. And so if we were just going to assume, oh, yeah, betting odds, everybody thinks Oregon's better than Washington, that would have been dead wrong. That's a good point. That is our show for today. Thank you very much for joining us. For Scotty Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. Up next on The Fan is Fan Sports Sunday with Tito and Jen. This has been On The Money. Here in the van is always football o'clock. Proud to be your home of the Buckeyes, Browns, and all the NFL games you can handle. The fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The fan. Sports Center. Good morning, I'm Caleb Blake. The Columbus Crew are your MLS Eastern Conference champions. The Black and Gold defeated FC Cincinnati 3-2 last night and will now host the MLS Cup at Lower.com Field against LAFC this upcoming Saturday. Recapping a wild weekend in college football ahead of Selection Sunday, Pac-12 Championship, Washington defeated Oregon on Friday night, 34-31. The Big 12, Texas rolled over Oklahoma State 49-21 yesterday, including a huge day from Quinn Ewers where he threw for a career-high 452 yards. Bama's back like they never left. Nick Saban and the Tide defeat Georgia 27-24. Michigan dominated Iowa 26-0 to remain perfect on the season. And Florida State holds on to beat Louisville 13-6 with third-string freshman quarterback Brock Brock Glenn getting the start. On the fan today, we have Ohio State playing Minnesota at 6.30. Tip-off will be at 6.30, but coverage will begin at 5.45. Breaking sports news when it happens on The Fan.